Welcome to Box Cutters episode 20. Double double figures. It is double double figures. Oh, it's so exciting. I remember when I was 20. And that being said, my name is Josh Canal. On my left, Mr. Ross McQueen. The idiots are winning. (laughs) And on my right, Mr. Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. I, of course, have just finished watching all the Nathan Barleys, which I very much enjoyed. Very it's, funny. It, it is a great show. Are they going to make any more of that? Do you, know? I, you know, it performed so poorly oh, did it? <laughs> in the UK. Because I, I think when you start making fun of the people who are your main audience, <laughs> your target audience yep. <laughs> then they're either A, not going to get it, or B, be offended. Yeah. Do, you think, do, you, do you really think the idiots are the main target audience of Nathan Barley? Uh, you know what, if the idiots aren't the main target audience of Nathan Barley, then it's a target audience of about 50 people. Do you think, <laughs> do you think we're idiots then, if we enjoyed it? No, because we enjoyed it. We're the 50 people. We're, oh, we, make up, we make up part we of the 50 insulted. people. No. No, we thought it was brilliant. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Of course, Brett, when I do see you with, uh, with, with your Bluetooth headset... One on each ear. <laughs> really annoying ringtone, really annoying ringtone. <laughs> Going around on your Razor scooter, wearing three pairs of tracksuit pants. Sometimes I think maybe you didn't get it entirely. But then again, you know, you're looking pretty cool and you get all the chicks. So, I, I don't know. I'm really torn. I don't know where I stand on that issue. What a great episode we have for episode 20 of Box Cutters. If you've never listened to Box Cutters before, where have you been? But welcome... <laughs> And hi. Thanks for coming. All about television. That's all you need to know. We've got some uh, television news. Yep. Lots of news again. Lots and lots of news. Uh, Talking about the new Channel 9 logo. Yes. Separate from Mm. the news because it's such a big issue. It is is a huge issue. Ross, you're gonna you're gonna talk a little bit about morning shows. I am, yes. Uh, and then we've got some regular segments back. Ray Watch, I don't buy it, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll chat about some other things uh, if if we get time. Mm-hmm. All good. of that and more coming up later on in Box Cutters. Channel 10. Could, could you hear that shuffling of the papers as we all got our news together? <laughs> Channel 10. Who knows what they're going to do for newsreaders from now on. I know. Jennifer Hansen has left Channel 10 News in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, uh, she hosted the news there with Mel Walden and she left quite suddenly uh, mm. last Monday. This is after last month being quoted as saying, I'm happy to stay at Channel 10 for as long as they want me. Yes. But she didn't say for as long as they want me to do news out of Adelaide, which apparently was what they wanted her to do. What? Yeah, apparently they wanted her to uh, to go and host the news in Adelaide. Well, interestingly, do you know where she's going? Adelaide? No, no. She's hosting the Adelaide Channel 7 News out of Melbourne, as George Stanikian has been doing for some time. Really? Yeah. Really? That's mm-hmm. astounding. But what... Adelaide news coming out of Melbourne. This is the first that I've heard of it. Are you, are you sure that's Channel 7 that do that, not Channel 9? Uh, not Channel 10? Yes. Because I, I thought Channel 10 did that. Because she's replacing Danikian, who's, okay. who's the owner of, of uh, the soccer club. Um, Melbourne. Melbourne? Yeah. Melbourne, whatever Melbourne it is. Knights? 
because so um, because there was the whole kind of fracas about yeah I remember the, that. the I writing remember that. Um, yeah. over last year where it didn't get a mention on the Channel Seven News in Adelaide because mm. I yeah I thought that was with Channel and Ten. Th- that's because in a meeting about that news item, Danikian threw a chair and then set a desk <laughs> on fire. <laughs> not true. That bit not true. So. I, I had no idea. That's what they do. I can tell you that Channel 9 News in Adelaide does not come out of Melbourne because it just looks so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really looks like it was filmed at a high school. Uh, it's, so By the kids out of Headland. <laughs> yes. So it's like a double drop in just, quality. Just, so, uh, so Jennifer Hansen's left, Je- Jessica Rose left, Mel Walden I think will be hosting every single news bulletin on uh, Channel 10 Melbourne from now on. And uh, no, the Channel Ten say that they're gonna they're gonna have a a replacement for her shortly. But my favourite bit about this article, and this article came from the Age uh, on Monday, mm-hmm. it talks all about Jennifer Hansen and uh, and you know one two three four five paragraphs in a row about Jennifer Hansen, her role on Channel Ten and Channel Ten's statements about her leaving, and then apropos of nothing says. Miss Hansen is married to Neighbours actor Alan Fletcher. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why tell us that? It makes no difference to the news. Uh, well, well, do you think, do you think uh, Domestic Harmony is going to be out the window now that they're on competing networks? No. No, I don't. No? <laughs> no, I don't. Because uh, if Jennifer Hansen has gone to Channel 7, I'm sure Channel 7 news won't rate very well and then Channel 10 will have to pick it up. And uh, and air it on Channel Ten. So do you think Channel Ten are disappointed that she's left, and think maybe they shouldn't have said you go to Adelaide? Uh, no, I think Channel Ten really have a bag full of blonde people willing to read their news. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they just have to reach into that bag and pull bigger out. than the size of Channel Ten's bag full of blondes. Yep. <laughs> Hot on the heels of uh, last week's. Amazing race scandal for those of you who weren't scandal. listening. Yes, they uh, Channel Seven after lying to Josh about uh, about not being able to get the get the episodes of the Amazing Race off the satellite or whatever it was. Remember you rang yeah, up, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and they've subsequently decided, oh, we're just going to skip a series, so they're not showing that family series, Cal yes. Surprise, which we talked about last week. Channel 9 have decided that they are not going to screen <laughs> Exile Island, Survivor really? Exile Island, in the short term, at least certainly not in conjunction with America's screening of it. Exile until- Island, which is, which is uh, supposed to begin airing this week. Yes. Uh, February 9th, I believe it goes to air yep. in, the, in, in the States. Brett, you, you clearly have more to say on this subject. Uh, <laughs> apparently, they weren't too keen to break it up with the Commonwealth Games uh, mm-hmm. because you know everybody wants to know about all that and they don't care about survival while that's on. Um, I suspect we won't get to see it. Think back to uh, Survivor 4 yep. where we had Australian Survivor, that piece of crap that <laughs> had production values of minus... <laughs> A hundred <laughs> that that they put off uh, Survivor Four and and said, "Well, oh, we'll be seeing that later in the year," and then they just never bothered. They never did, yeah. And and they persisted in showing Australian Survivor with twenty viewers. And at the time too, they said, "Well, we can't show both the Survivors; <laughs> people will get confused." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which which one wasn't I watching? <laughs> which one was shit? <laughs> 
Oh, that's terrible, Channel Nine. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. That they, they, they haven't come out. Brett might have different information, but they uh, they haven't yet come out and categorically said they won't show it. But it does seem no, it does seem no. unlikely. They're that saying that uh, they'll be putting enough. Yeah, because the Commonwealth Games goes for two weeks. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. They could start showing some Survivor, mm-hmm. and then couldn't they show like as Channel One loves to do double episodes, double episodes, oh, and I'm, catch us up? I'm sure they could. Speaking sure of which, I didn't could. know Prison Break was going to be a double episode. No, neither did I. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Sorry for anyone who uh, set the tape based on stuff that we said or didn't say, as the case may be. Check your guides in future. We're not the police. Yeah, come on. That'd be so goddamn I don't slack. Know, I don't, what do I mean by we're not the police? Because <laughs> the police are programming our TV. Oh, yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's right. It's, a, it's a new uh, innovation brought in by John Howard. <laughs> well, speaking of John Howard, I'm, I'm just going to cut uh, to one of my last news items which means that I have to find it. Here it is. John Howard this week uh, said there's too much dirty talk on television. Uh, It was in support of uh, New South Wales Chief Justice Jim Spiegelman, who used a speech to the Sydney legal community this week to lament the boorish behaviour and lack of ordinary manners in society. And our Prime Minister, John Howard, said, I agree with him totally. We have seen a marked deterioration with manners. It's time television networks had a curb on the use of vulgarisms on television. Mm. And then clarified what he was saying with, it's not something where I'm going to issue directives, which says to me he's going to issue directives. (laughs) (laughs) So, John Howard... What do you mean? You're expecting him to lie? I... Yes. (laughs) What what I'm wondering because yes, he, he actually said I'm not saying we are going to introduce a mandatory. Curb. Actually, I, I I disagree with John Howard. I reckon that uh, that bad manners just come from racist assholes. <laughs> mm, that's true. That's why people wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm interested to to know though what uh, what swearing and the like happens on the cricket. Maybe the stump mic was just left turned up a bit too long, and he caught a bit of that. What else does John Howard watch on TV? I've. Uh, well, I, I've, I've seen I think some, he pays people to watch TV for him. <laughs> I've seen some swearing on Seriously? the cricket. I've yeah. seen quite a lot of swearing on the cricket. There was that, that initial incident with uh, one of the Chapel brothers way back in the 80s um, where he, it was like a, a national disgrace kind of incident <clears throat> and he had to come out and apologise and say that he didn't realise that the pitched microphone was on. The number of times <laughs> Chapel brothers have had to come out and apologise <laughs> about things is just ridiculous. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Mm. Onward with the news. Uh, Win Television in Western Australia, which is the... It's kind of the Channel 9 affiliate for rural Country regions. Channel 9. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are going to... What? What? Oh, I was going to Go- say something, but then I thought it's probably more appropriate in the known Nine okay. logo discussion. I was going to ask whether uh, Win have changed their logo as yes, well. Yes, they have. They have? Okay. Yep. Uh, so, Win Corporation Chief Executive so to Officer. Ariel Rounded, it's a terrible looking logo. It's like really rounded oh, letters. Really? Yeah. Mm. Oh, really? Mm. Okay. <sighs> Sorry, oh, go on. I weep. I weep for the world. Uh, so, Win in Western Australia announced confirmation of a decision to introduce a people meter rating system for rural Western Australia. Oh, okay. And I find the word rural really hard to say. It is. It's a terrible word to say. <laughs> uh, Especially with when it's the rural, rural ran, roundup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rural roundup. There are, there, 
they're doing it with the uh, AGB Nielsen Media Research People Meters. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tony Petra, the CEO of that company, said, we're delighted at this opportunity to provide a world-class electronic measurement system in regional Western Australia. Now, the thing about uh, regional uh, people meters is there are a lot more chickens than there are people. <laughs> <laughs> So it's not just one man. It's not just chicken. one man. It's it's, it's, it's one man, many, many chickens. chickens. <laughs> many, many chickens. So, so no mention of how many they're thinking of putting in? No, no, no mention. They're, uh, they're, they're doing an establishment survey currently, uh, and this is going to start in July this year. But at this point, only Wynn are on board. Mm-hmm. which means that uh, the other rural networks, which I think includes Southern Cross and uh, and some others, aren't going to be competing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Prime. They're not going to be competing uh, at this stage. So, so <laughs> who do you think is going to win all the rural uh, ratings? The rural roundup ratings. <laughs> I don't. I, re- I really don't know. the rural ratings know. roundup. <laughs> I really, really don't know. <laughs> Uh, Futurama news. Hooray! Uh, Futurama has been rating very well, as I've mentioned over the last few weeks. It's continually, continuously cracking the million viewers and uh, getting into the top ten. And Channel 10 are thrilled with it. And apparently they'd only purchased the first series, possibly, or maybe the first two. Uh, but they're going to continue with Futurama. Is that from? In prime time throughout the whole year. Purchased from oh, Seven or from? I, I'm not sure. I, I'm assuming maybe the Seven rights lapsed and they, they would have had to have struck a new deal. But yeah, I, I don't I, know. They probably just bought them straight from Fox. Yeah. So that's, uh, so that's very exciting. It'd be mm. interesting to see if it continues to outrate The Simpsons. That's, that's fantastic. Do you think Channel 10 might... Might go well. King of the Hill also didn't do very well on Channel Seven, oh. and bring King of the Hill. Let's hope not. Oh, you and I have to fight <laughs> now. If we stop the show, Ross and I are going to have a punch up. King of the Hill was brilliant. The other, uh, it's still going. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay, cool. I know. Uh, I, I think um, I don't think they'll be Channel Seven will be too keen to relinquish it from their three in the afternoon time slot that they, yeah. that they seem to put it on in. Although they've got moonlighting on in that yes. time slot now, so. Uh, so, yeah, so maybe they will. Uh, in other Futurama news, I was very sceptical about the uh, new Futurama, uh, but I've seen during the week, apparently it is going ahead. New, They're making oh, really? four movies direct for DVD. Movies? Four movies. So, so these are 60-minute movies? or All I know is it's four movies that are going straight to DVD. That are going to go straight to DVD. Why, right. wouldn't, they, why wouldn't they broadcast them? I don't know. Uh, I mean, the sales have been going really well over there. Are they, are they uh, getting reruns over, over there? there? Uh, I think, like, they are on their adult, you know, adult swim, and it's kind of the adult animation channels over there. Uh, but I don't think they're showing them again on Fox. Uh, but that, yeah, so that should be that should be really good for us oh, Futurama well, fans. While we're uh, while we're on that topic, I've just discovered that Cartoon Network in Australia is airing some Adult Swim stuff. Oh, uh, in the in the late evenings, okay. And on Saturdays, you can see things like Space Ghost Coast to Coast, which uh, which we previously haven't been able to see here. I, I don't know how long they've been airing it for, right here. Uh, but I've got it programmed into my Foxtel for as long as I've got it now. They're showing uh, any more Harvey Birdman? I I could not find Harvey Birdman anywhere oh, on really? the schedule. Oh, because I've been watching some of that recently. As Where well. do you get it? Uh, they had it on SBS for, for they, a while. They, I think they showed one series on SBS, uh, but uh, no. Uh, a friend has downloaded them and passed them along to me, so I've been very much enjoying those. Yes. 
Excellent. Mm. I'll, have to give you, I'll, I'll talk to you later about dubbing. Okay, no problem. <laughs> yeah, that was so smooth. <laughs> you know, with the Futurama movies, uh, apparently Family Guy's done the same thing. Uh, Family Guy just released a straight-to-DVD movie. Yes, I heard about this. Uh, and it's out already. It came out last week or something, all about uh, the baby, I think. The yeah. secret story of the baby. Or something. Mm. I don't know. I'm not a family guy. It's it's really interesting. Uh, TV networks kind of dabbling in new delivery mm. systems methods. Um, speaking of which, Survivor on Demand fans of uh, Survivor will be able to download episodes of the series directly from the US network CBS's website uh, for a buck ninety nine. Um, so I'm assuming that's not through the iTunes it, store. No, no. CBS are with Google. And uh, no, they're they're releasing their own uh, through Google. It's a buck ninety nine, and on Comcast's on demand system for ninety nine cents. Interestingly, though, the article I've got here is uh, talking about new episodes will be available shortly after midnight following the airing. Customers will be able to watch the episode for a twenty four hour period after paying. I'm not sure oh, if that okay. means a twenty four hour period to be able to download or yeah. if. The thing's going to self-destruct. I think. I think the thing is going to self-destruct. Okay. So, so that does that mean that uh, that you'll have to have a proprietary player as well? Probably. That, that realizes that these things have um, suicide pills. Mm. Probably. But do we want to be paying so for episodes? You can't that... play it on on your video iPod or on your PSP. Oh, okay. Well, to just to 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 clarify. Uh, the things that are available on Google and Comcast mm-hmm. are not this upcoming season of Survivor. This upcoming season of Survivor is going to be CBS only. Okay. It's going to be only available from CBS's website, and it's the first time that they're uh, going to give a television show directly downloadable uh, access. Okay. Mm. Uh, so that, that clarifies that. Uh, yeah, I don't know about the... Uh, I don't know about the proprietary player, but I do know that uh, you'll be able to get it on BitTorrents anyway. But it is interesting that uh, yeah. the networks are... Yeah, trying these sp- yeah, different yeah. things. Uh, with uh, Channel 7 this week signed the big... Or came out with the big deal with Yahoo. So uh, I know that's just primarily for music at the moment, but it'll be interesting to see where that goes with uh, television as well. And I assume they wouldn't be able to do the rights with the stuff they've bought from overseas. So yeah, you, you'd think so. away in Headland. but uh well but maybe they do i mean maybe the new rights are including download rights because we can't would we be able to for example a survivor you were talking about would we be able to download that here from from cbs registration it also depends on whether or not you're paying for these episodes are you paying for an episode that is going to self-destruct in 24 hours according to this article yes no according to that article no what you've read in that article is what Google charged for their video and what Comcast charged for their video, but there was no price for what CBS are going to charge. Okay. It'd be good if it had a little clock like 24 <laughs> as it counted down to self-destructing. Which brings us to Letterman from, from last night. A little bit of smoke yes. coming out yeah, from your uh, CD hard. drive. Well, while we're on the topic of, uh, of television on the internet, uh, Mark Burnett is going to be making a fortune from the internet. Uh, he's, uh, he's just started developing a, a, an internet version of the ABC reality project, The Runner, 
And uh, he's also sold a real-world reality project called Gold Rush, uh, in which netizens will be invited to search for treasure around the country, that's the US, oh, via okay. clues hidden on AOL.com and associated media. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's more of an interactive game. Yes. In a sense. Except that... Uh, well, okay, except that uh, Time Warner are uh, going to be... Uh, going to be showing probably on their uh, network, which is the CW now, uh, they're going to create a regular... <laughs> Not a word. I didn't say a word. <laughs> they're going to create regular video episodes culled from footage taken at, uh, at the Treasure Hunt locations. Right. So they're going to be turning it into a TV series as well as an online reality series. Okay. It's just uh, a magical evolving version of it's a mad, 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 mad world. It Well, kind of, although I don't think it's going to be nearly as entertaining. And that film doesn't stand up. It's not as, that entertaining anyway. So, uh, so I don't know. The interesting thing, though, is, is that uh, Yahoo's been developing its own treasure hunt project for the past year. And uh, NBC uh, started filming its own take uh, on the same thing with a show called Treasure Hunters. Oh, okay. So that's three shows that are going to come out at around the same time, all about the same thing on various media. That doesn't sound like the American entertainment no. industry at all. No, not at all. Uh, in shocking, startling, breaking news, Britney Spears is going to guest star on Will and & Grace. And nobody cares about Britney Spears and no one cares about Will & Grace. So I hate Will & Grace. Hmm. Yeah. I really detest it. Well, hmm. in news that might make I hate you- Britney Spears, so... <laughs> In news that might make you happy, uh, Indonesia are about to enforce live news bans. <laughs> Just, I don't know, I thought I needed something uplifting after the, uh, the, the Britney Spears Will & Grace news. I thought, I thought it was going to be like last week's French news and you were going to say, uh, the head of whatever network it's on denies that Britney Spears is ever... <laughs> No, I, I, just, I just want to talk about that as little as possible. Uh, yeah, the Indonesian government are going to enforce a law banning TV and radio stations from broadcasting live news stories from foreign sources, such as the BBC, VOA and Deutsche Welle, starting uh, February 5th. Uh, that's, you know, a, a big blow. To, Is that TV news or radio? That's TV it news. Both? It's both. It's both, mm. but uh, like BBC World and, and uh, probably... Where was this? Probably uh, ABC Asia. Will also uh, not not go to air. Indonesia. It's, I know it's a big blow for free speech, Sheesh. but it's, it's a, a huge way of, boost up for censorship. It's <laughs> going the way of uh, Google's China service. Yes, mm. Mm. that's kind of scary. Hey, uh, the SAGs were uh, on over the week, and the Desperate Housewives named <clears throat> award the Screen Actors Guild. Actors Guild, uh, Desperate Housewives, and Lost continue to blitz the awards. Uh, blah blah blah. Um, the Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> I love your news reading just for the blah blah blahs. I love it. Uh, oh, Australian actress. weather, Melbourne, blah blah blah, Adelaide, twenty whatever. Australian actress Emily DeRaven, who plays uh, young mum Claire on Lost, represented her home country. She had a little flag and everything. When she collected the ensemble accolade with her fellow cast members from Lost. Uh, Keith Sutherland uh, as Jack Bauer uh, was named best actor in a TV drama category I was wondering with this and I didn't get a chance to look into it 
Were these SAG Awards about the second ep- second seasons of Desperate Housewives and Lost? Oh, uh-huh. uh, yeah. I, I, or was I, it for I, last year? Uh, I don't know. No, I would assume uh, voting for these things usually shuts off about a month beforehand. So I would assume it's probably like whatever they'd shown up so to this like point. So it's like mid-season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd assume so. But that, that yeah, that's an interesting question. Hmm. Well, that's weird. Which, which yeah. is interesting. But has has Desperate Housewives actually kind of fallen off on the ratings in the no, states? No, no. It's if anything, it's picked up. Apparently, it's, I heard they were know, a little bit desperate, and they, they sorry, the producers were a little more desperate rather than Housewives, um, and they were talking about killing off one of the main four Housewives. Uh, no, um, well, because last year it had the the double. It had the critical acclaim and the huge audience, but the critics have come out and panned pretty much panned this season completely but the audience just keeps going up and up apparently hmm. because uh, people don't care what critics think yeah that's true that's true I, I i get it with desperate housewives why that would be popular in america but i i can't lost just doesn't seem a fit with american with american audiences i'm surprised it's such a big hit over there i'm i i'd like to know more about why people don't care about what critics say yeah they should listen to us more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that uh, that point you raised about the SAGs would probably be the same with the Golden Globes then, I assume. I'm not sure when... No, Golden, Golden Globes are for, first, are for last year. Ah, for the previous year. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, although, who the hell knows? Mm. It's, you know, three people voting in a room. Yeah, it's a bit of a sham. <laughs> with the chicken. <laughs> in Burt News, uh, Moonface fans want him to do it. Uh, but Bert Newton will not host the Logies again, despite being back at the host broadcast of Channel 9. He okay. says he'd love to do it, but the Logies have changed. Uh, the way the Logies are done now are two separate shows uh, with the way that he used to do them. Well, well yes. And uh, he doesn't think it'd fit in, so he's not going to do it. He'll present an award, but he won't present the whole show. Okay. Which is which is fine and fair enough. He's done it. I think, you know, if if... He had to do it now. People would go, mm, that's a little bit disappointing. Mm. Better to have the memories. Yeah. And, you know, the old clips of him of, calling of Muhammad tr- Ali yeah. boy, boy. and With true stars rather than the dross that they bring out these days. Yeah. yeah. And save, save that disappointment for Bert's Freaking family feud. Ron Moss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, Channel 9, uh, people, are, people are kind of looking at Channel 9 and thinking, what the hell's going on with Channel 9? Mm-hmm. Uh, with their ratings and with their scheduling and bringing back shows and uh, stuff like that. Channel 7? Is it 7? Wheel of Fortune? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, has already started back and mm-hmm. they're getting the head starts. Uh, Bert's not due back until the 13th of February. Which is the... Day after ratings officially start, uh, and I think too, it's all kind of stuffed up this year because Channel Seven has the Winter Olympics, which is stuffing things up, and Channel Nine have the uh, Commonwealth Games. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think it's going to be a bit skewy the whole start of the year. Really, I think everything's you know, with, going to be a bit of a mess with with games season. Mm-hmm. I mean, this year we've also we've we've also got the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really get one good year of television, one bad year of television. Because one of those two years is always going to be stuffed up by some kind of games madness. <laughs> the uh, the sport loving Josh Kanam. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I fully agree. <laughs> uh, in uh, in new show news, yep. so uh, quite a, quite a few new shows uh, getting the nod. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Over here or? In, in, in the US. In the US. So yeah. they'll come here eventually or never. Mm-hmm. Uh, one starring my girlfriend, Sarah Silverman. Uh, she'll, be, uh, she'll be starring in the Silver Silverman program, which will be six, six episodes uh, in a series of mis- misadventures often set to song. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> which I can't wait for that. Was she the chicken <laughs> in uh, The Aristocrats? Yes, she was. She was hilarious. She was also... Uh, she's hot too. And she's not that young. She hands so off, young. Cropley. <laughs> hands off. She looks so young, but she's like my age. Almost. Hands off. <laughs> she's mine. I saw her first. I fell in love with her when she was, uh, when she was back on Larry Sanders. So you can just <laughs> step right off. Thank you. Another show... Uh, hey, if she offers her, I'm not going to turn it down. <laughs> Sarah, give me a call. All right. Kath, give me a call. Bread at boxcutters.net. <laughs> in other news, uh, in, in other, other in, new shows. In other new shows, uh, ABC in the States are planning to develop a TV version of the feature Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, really? To be uh, the, the, the pilot of which is going to be directed by Doug Lyman and uh, written and by Simon be, Kimberg. It's going to be called Stinker. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? Is that right? <laughs> No, I, I think it's just going to be called Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Same thing. <laughs> and, uh, oh. and and it's going to star Ray Romano and uh, Pamela Anderson as Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be called Everybody Loves Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> Stacked. Uh, and, uh, and lastly, in the most bizarre show news... Uh, Disney are developing a series called Miracle Workers in which uh, they're going to be offering the seriously ill the chance of a miracle cure by becoming a guinea pig for pioneering surgery. (laughs) Patients are going to be introduced to an elite team of surgeons who will offer them a second chance of life if they sign up to breakthrough medical techniques. So they've got to have no hope of survival and they've got to be too poor to actually be able to pay for the treatment themselves. Yes. Yes. <laughs> finally. Finally an entertaining use for the poor and sick. <laughs> I can't believe it. And so the ones who die, is that just not going to go to air? <laughs> They they do have to sign a release saying that I'm they, sure they, they understand that it may not save them whatever they they get done to them on the the series. Oh. Yeah. I just yeah I just reckon they'll sweep the the ones that die under the carpet. <laughs> Once they be burn lumpy them. carpet, <laughs> lumpy lumpy carpet. Uh, just quickly and lastly, American households are going to have to change to digital television by February 17th, 2009. Oh, please. An, like uh, Germany was going to get rid of freaking FM radio by 2002. Well, and, and in Australia, it was still supposed to get rid of uh, analog television by, the, uh, by 2008. Mm-hmm. Perhaps, perhaps not. And that's still undecided. But what's interesting about that is, it, whereas in Australia, you're probably looking at... 95% of uh, Australian homes that rely on antenna-based television mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the US. Because digital is not antenna? Are you talking about cable? I'm talking about antenna-based reception of television. But are you talking analogue versus digital? Or are you talking... Let me finish. Because it's only... It's only <laughs> over the air it's only as people, opposed to over the wire. Yeah, it's only people who get television over the air that have to worry about it. 
because cable has already moved to digital and satellite has already moved to digital. So it's only people who get it via antennas that mm-hmm. really have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Only 15% of American homes get their television through antennas. Oh, okay. Which I just think is, is ridiculous. But good on them. <laughs> well, they've had cable for freaking generations. Well, it's, it, it, is, it is more For like 200 expected. years, like just 20 years after TV was invented. It's more expected and also, uh, you know, a lot cheaper. <laughs> is it cheaper? It is, it is cheaper to get cable in the States than it is here. They have the market. What, yeah, they, they, the, the providers can, can amortise their costs over such a bigger little user base. They do have 10 times the population of our country. Even more. Even more than 10 times, like 10.1 times. That's no, about 11 and a half times. You're 11 and a half times. <laughs> and that is the Box Cutters News. Quarter. They've got 225 million. Did I just finish the You're listening to Ed Phillips here from Temptation across the Nine Network, and I am special guest of the Box Cutters. Love the guys' show. Love all three of you. God, you're funny. Never miss a show, and sometimes if I do, they make tapes of it on the internet and then send it to me. Our very good buddy from the Nine Network. I wonder how he's going with the new logo. Speaking of which, (laughs) my God. (laughs) Oh, what a segue. It's on the phone. When, no, when I not. when I said nice segue, you, you berated me for saying that you weren't supposed to point out that it was a segue. No one would have noticed that. Yeah, but I was I was being sarcastic. Ah, which time with me or then? No, then, then, <laughs> just now. I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Channel brilliant. nine. Channel nine have a new logo. New logo, as predicted. It? Yeah, 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 yeah. As predicted by Brett Boxcutter. You know what I ended up not doing. Like. Yeah, yeah. Was it second episode? <laughs> it was like second, eighteen second or, or nineteen episode. episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Brett came into the studio and said, "Channel Nine are dropping their balls," and we all said, "What the hell are you talking about? You're crazy! Get out of here, you monkey!" <laughs> and uh, and then he explained that the Channel Nine logo was no longer going to have uh, have nine balls next to the the number nine, mm-hmm. and we all said, "What are you talking about? You're crazy! Get out of here, you monkey!" And Brett said, "Stop saying that," and then left. Yeah. And so That's why I was they... so quiet back in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> and so now they have a new logo, which... Uh... <laughs> did, they, did the work experience kid come up with this logo? <laughs> oh, well, in fairness, I think they've, they've freshened it up for the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas uh, my housemate Lyndall said, uh, said it, it really looks like they've just taken the 1970s Channel 9 logo. Yeah, it, yeah. That's really it does. What, for those of you who haven't seen retro. it yet, it's the nine that used to be on the Channel 9 logo taken away from the balls and put on a blue background. Oh. Just a blue square. In but a actually box. not quite. In a box. I think in it's a box. in a box. In a box. Yep. It's in a box. Mm-hmm. It's really a square because it's two-dimensional. Yeah. It's, a, it's just a square. Okay, in a square. Yeah. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> but it's, it's not actually. It's, it's rounded around the outside, but then... In the in the little inserts in the in the middle of the the round bit on the nine, yeah, and, and the the little bit where the tail goes around, it's completely square. It's so ugly. It's like rounded on the outside and just it's got these sharp corners on the inside. It is a really ugly logo. from a design perspective. It's awful. If you compare and it to when Channel Seven changed their logo, and they've changed their logo a couple, a couple of times, of times. Mm-hmm. 
they had that great logo with the, the just a seven, seven in, in a circle. The, uh, circle which was, with the rainbow colours. It was mm. like a Helvetica seven. Just a really nice, simple seven with rainbow colours in a circle around it. That was great. And then they had the uh, their 1990s logo, which was all one line. The seven incorporated as part of the as circle. As part of the circle, uh, which was, you know, quite a change. Mm-hmm. Quite a big change. And then they've got whatever their logo is now. The uh, AIDS ribbon. ribbon. Is, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you read Robert Pitchin, is it? Yeah. Yesterday? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they've got the AIDS ribbon. The AIDS ribbon. In fairness to Channel 9, uh, and I'm, we're going to talk about watermarks in a minute because I think as a watermark, it just looks terrible. It just looks appalling. But I have to say, I, I really didn't get this logo for a couple of days, but seeing it in conjunction with other things, it kind of makes a bit more sense. If you see it in conjunction with National 9 News, with, with the way they've written that up in a long Title rectangle, and stuff. It, it, it kind of makes sense. The, the logo kind of fits with that all wide world of sports. And when, and when they have the... the, the the ribbon down the down the bottom, with yep. the nine in the center of the in screen. The center, it kind of that makes looks sense. great. Yeah, and so I think on its own it looks terrible, but in relation to these other things, it kind of makes it kind of makes a bit more sense. That that's just my that's my take on it. Mind you, that ribbon at the bottom of the screen that they've got is fairly similar to what Channel Ten have been doing for quite some time yes. now. And the and, new and Channel Ten is another example of logo changes that. You know, were done to keep up well, with the times. And remember and when they were good. when they were Channel X. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So the ribbon across the bottom does look very similar. Even the colours look similar to Channel Ten and Channel Nine have also redone their six o'clock news, and they've got a skyline now, which kind of looks like Channel Seven. <laughs> really? Very similar. If you watch. If you watch seven and nine news now, they're both they're, they're very similar, almost identical. Right. In terms of in terms of look, they both got the box the box behind the newsreader where the uh, you know whatever they're talking about, um, whatever the story is, comes up, and behind that's a skyline, and that's obviously been working very well for Channel Seven, and Channel Nine have decided to steal it. I, what is going on at Channel Nine? They've really uh, one. I reckon little, there's panic. I reckon people are just one, running around screaming, waving it. their hands. In one the air. little rating scare, and they think it's Armageddon, and they're just throwing anything in the air. Was that in that Personally? Robert Fidgen article as well, where he was saying, "God help them if they actually start to lose." <laughs> I hate to see what's going to happen. Yeah, was, they, really, they're going to be like shooting monkeys live on television and yeah. hope that that'll that'll oh, bring them ratings. But Clever. part of that article that I really well, yeah. did. <laughs> Part of the article that I did really did like was was Kerry Packer's response from some time ago. Yeah, that was very interesting. To the suggestion that they changed the logo, and he was essentially in in words in an email um, or memo or whatever. Worse the effect of get the fuck out of my office and stop wasting my fucking money on this yeah, stupid, yeah. stupid uh, stuff that makes after five no or six, difference. five or six very concise points about why you would never change your logo. You know, talking about how all the major companies in the world stick with the same logo, and yeah, it was very interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, really, I point out IBM and Coca Cola, yeah, as two great examples. Yeah, and you look at a company that's had that's had problems in the United States with their logo, Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Versus Coke and Pepsi have changed their logos so many times. Yeah, but Pepsi have all Coke competing with the fact that it's a shit drink. <laughs> it is. <laughs> You've got to face it. Josh. Interestingly, though, <laughs> interesting too. I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was very Pepsi of you. 
interestingly, that was the second nine logo. The first one got rejected. So I don't know what the first one would have looked like or, yeah, it would have been quite interesting to see what that was like. But it, it really does look panicky and there is no reason to change that logo. No. The logo hadn't aged. I think they'd, uh, they'd made a really good 3D model of it and, uh, and it looked great on screen. And they were using the balls very effectively in all their promos, you know, having them bouncing around yeah. and filling the movie cinema it, and so whatever I'd, else. I'd like to get a statement from Channel 9. I'll see if I can do that during during the, the coming week and see if we can do something about it. Harass something, them about Survivor 2. Something you may not have noticed with the old logo was that each day was colour-coded as far as the, the, the logo and, and the, the IDs that they were using would change from day to day. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, and would in, the colour would indicate the day. Really? Mm. See, I, I didn't watch Channel 9 from day I never to day, noticed so... it. Okay. But see, that's, that's a great mm. little idea. Yep. Yeah. That... that you know, stands out as being unique. This really just stands out as stinky. Well, especially especially as a watermark. Uh, I think it, it looks particularly bad in that box as a watermark and it just, it moves around the screen. I've seen it in three different positions already. Well, like I, I've got the digital cable mm-hmm. at home and mm-hmm. I love watching things like the cricket mm-hmm. in widescreen yep. because you get a, a much better idea of what's happening on the field. And it yep. looks like the watermark's in the middle of the screen. And, th- and this is what happens. The <laughs> watermark moves from being in the top right corner to being two-thirds of the way through the screen. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. So it, it really looks like it's something that they have to hit out of the screen with their bat. <laughs> but, it's not, but that doesn't only happen in the cricket. Then that happens in all these other programs as well. I was watching Letterman last night, and yep. that's available in in widescreen mm-hmm. and yeah this logo was pretty much in the center of his head mm-hmm. it's just ridiculous yeah. why can't they do something about how the logo appears in 4.3 format and in 16.9 format i mean that clearly can't be too much to ask if they're in digital transmission they should assume that people are going to be yep. Uh, that people are going to be watching it in widescreen yep. if it's available in widescreen and therefore have it in a widescreen location. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, they're already transmitting the show twice, mm-hmm. once in analog, once in digital. Why can't they have two different versions? Yep. Is, it that, is, it, is that too much to ask? Mm-hmm. And uh, originally, I, I don't know if, they're changed, if they've changed their tune a bit now, but original, originally digital TV was the reason why they claimed they had to bring in watermarks. Uh, because when digital TV takes off properly, there'll be five or six Channel Sevens and five or six Channel Nines and all that kind of thing. So they, they that's yeah, that's their justification for bringing it in, in the first place. Although at the moment there's still only one Channel Nine. Yeah, there are two Channel Twos or two mm-hmm. ABCs mm-hmm. and uh, and two SBSs. Mm-hmm. There's only one Channel Nine. Uh, channel Seven and Channel Ten aren't even rebroadcast digitally through Foxtel. So you can only pick up Digital 7 and Digital 10 if you've got a digital set-top box mm-hmm. coming through your antenna. There's, uh, there's been no development and no advance, and uh, we don't need the watermarks. No. There are still only five networks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not that difficult. No. So... Uh, you know, at, at at the start when the watermark started happening and I just had analogue TV, I went, what is everybody complaining about? 
But now that they're in the centre of my screen, there's, it's just another reason for me to, to download shows. Yep. Except I can't download the cricket. Mm-hmm. Can I make a call mm-hmm. and out of that ask a question? Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. My call is that 2005 will be the last year for some time that Channel 9 is going to be the one. I reckon Channel 9, they're, they're all, they've lost Kerry. Everybody's down there running around in a panic, making stupid decisions. And Channel 7's just, just come up at the right time. And I reckon Channel 7's going to be the one by the end of the year. The question is, is the, the whole we're the one still the one that Channel 9 have going on? Is that considered a trademark? And so no matter where they are in the ratings, they'll actually keep saying still the one. Well, I, th- I think still the one... Or do you think they're one... going to have to drop that next year? What, what do you think they're going to come up with? We're coming second. <laughs> <laughs> We're number two. <laughs> two comes right after one. <laughs> Nobody tries harder. <laughs> That's what Hertz did. Uh, I, I completely agree. I don't, I don't think it's... Uh, I don't think it's... Like, I don't think Seven's home and host, but I think they're giving going to give it a huge shake this year. Uh, but I would think no one will stick with We're Still the One. I think the still Even the one. A lie. Well, I think the still the one comes from. I guess. Being... I guess the Australian public put up with it from the Prime Minister. So, do, so do, go on. Do you, do you want to know? <laughs> yes. Do you want to know? Yes. I think still the one comes from there being the first uh, Australian television network. No. Right. No. I don't. <laughs> no. No. Do you remember the 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 original where the one promos back in the seventies? Uh, sure. Yeah, it was it was about it was about being the number one channel ratings wise to watch. Right. Yeah, I, I think they, they'll say we're still the one, and they'd kind of justify that as in, oh, if you look at our demographic, we're still the ones to, you know, people over the age of fifty or whatever. Uh, but they might cut the line, we're still having fun, <laughs> out of the jingle. <laughs> But we're mad and on the run, <laughs> but we're still number one. But you'd have to expect that that, that has been trademarked. Yeah, I, oh, I, well, I would think so. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, just in regards to... I think Seven will give it a very good shake this year. They, they've got all the running. They have uh, seem to have all the good new shows. I mean, if you look at the promos of what Nine's got coming up, it's really uninspiring. I mean, do people really want to see more CSIs? People want to see another clone of a US cop drama. Come on, see us on New York. Come on, that's <laughs> it's just like CSI, but it's set in New York. Ah, right. <laughs> you right. see, you see how that works. Yeah, and then there's the missing persons unit, but the real reality version of missing persons unit, which uh, which airs on Tuesday night at nine thirty. That's mm. an that's an Australian show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, set out of the uh, New South Wales missing persons unit. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> Okay, Channel mm. Nine, you're in trouble. Yep. Sorry, that's that's the, the sad, sad truth. Yes. In 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 summary, the logo's flat and boring. <laughs> I've just woken up. I'm in my pajamas. I get my bowl of cereal. That's what it is. Oh. Oh, you're not saying that now. <laughs> I thought there was something different about you today. <laughs> I turn on the television. What can I watch, Ross? Crap. You can only watch crap. Right. What time are you getting up? Uh, about six or seven. Oh, I'm oh. getting up about, about six. Yeah. But, but I take a long time eating my cereal. Sometimes I don't finish until 
<laughs> For the purposes of this segment. <laughs> yes, this uh, this week. I think they're back this week. They might have been back earlier, but uh, Sunrise today and the new Channel Ten, uh, the new Channel Ten early bird news or whatever it's called, all all winter. All went to war starting it's, this Monday. Wasn't it just the, the early bird show? <laughs> yeah, but now with more news. <laughs> Unless Martin, Martin Monster. Now in the news! <laughs> since, uh, since in the last segment you posed us a question, I've got a question for the two of you as well. On Monday... Shit, I don't have any questions. <laughs> <laughs> on Monday, uh, Sunrise got a little over 400,000 viewers mm-hmm. and came 28th in the ratings. For the day. For the to, day? For the day. Really? Today got uh, about 2,500 viewers. Is this in, in Australia? In uh, sorry, in, in, in Melbourne? Uh, no, I think uh, I think this is national. Today got what? 2,500. 2, Couldn't be. Or 250,000. No, 250,000. 250, okay. um, and they came in 60th. And the Channel 10 News <laughs> got 19,000. 19,000. <gasps> and came in 146th for the day. Now, my question to you guys is, a top-rating show, like anything in the top 10, is regularly getting well over a million viewers. Yes. If you add Today and Sunrise's figures together, you don't even come up, you're probably not even half of what you need to get into the top 10. So why all the hoo-ha? Why are they bothering? Why do they care? Uh, and maybe, and I've got to say, sorry, and I've got to say, the demographic isn't the demographic that they're looking for. You know, we're always hearing about how they want the nineteen to thirty-nine-year-olds. For Channel Nine, it's really important because they want to capture the viewers so that they stay watching. Here's Humphrey. <laughs> well, this is this is what I was going to say. You know, maybe it it is the the thing of well, parents watch uh, today, and so then they get their kids to watch. Here's Humphrey. <laughs> is is his Humphrey really that that important to the right to the whole ratings? I don't puzzle? know. But then maybe if but if they watch his Humphrey, then it's they'll watch to the Adelaide TV industry. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll watch whatever the next show is. I mean, there, there there is this idea that if if you're home mining the kids and ironing, you don't have time to go looking for the remote control. <laughs> <laughs> or the kid's got it in his mouth or something. So Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's what um, the program is thinking. I really don't know why there's so much hoo ha about these shows. I mean we've been we've been hearing for weeks about Jessica Rowe and the big and the whole big move to Channel Nine and blah blah blah. But essentially for, you know, two hundred and fifty thousand viewers. Who cares? Well the the thing is Jessica Rowe comes with her own wardrobe apparently. <laughs> I'm not so sure. I didn't hear. I, 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 I didn't have a follow-up story to that. Yeah. There, there, I'll put the link uh, on the website later on. Uh, there was there was an awesome article in the Sydney Morning Herald, um, just slamming Jessica. Rowe. <laughs> she she was an echo to to what's his face, and and she was just oh I love that. Oh I love that. Oh I love that. Oh, okay. Pretty sycophantic. And, and yeah. speaking of what's his face, no one knows his name. Get rid of him, Carl Stefanovic. <sighs> <laughs> All right, keep him just for us. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm not watching any of these shows. I, I particularly, I can't stomach, uh, I can't stomach particularly Sunrise. I, I can't stand Come Melon on, Koshy. Koshy's great. They're, they're, they're enormously popular. I can't stand this idea of, you know, breakfast radio for the, t- for the television that they're trying to, that they've been getting up over the last few years. And yeah, I, I can't stand it personally. 
And I who's got time to watch TV in the morning? Well, well that's, that's that's the thing. Yeah, I don't know. Alcoholics, <laughs> angry loners, the unemployable. <laughs> <laughs> The unemployable aren't up there before is, like, It's a Simpsons quote. Come on. <laughs> yeah, these shows make absolutely no sense to me yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, I, it is something for the networks to make a big fuss about. It is. And, and I understand the pride element of it for Channel 9 being the news and current affairs network. They think that everybody should watch today and nobody should watch Sunrise. But they'd save themselves a lot of money by just putting Transformers on. Except Channel 10 have Transformers. Oh, do they? Yeah. Uh, what don't they have? Uh, well, so there's some great cartoon networks. Put on, well, yeah, uh, put on Dexter's Laboratory or something. Yeah, well, that that would be great. I think Channel mm. Two have that. Uh, uh, Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, I've never seen that on Free to Air. Yeah, yeah, okay. So there are. I mean, what happened to morning TV being for kids? I mean, kids wake up, they have their cereal, they they watch TV, and they and they go to school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's that's the way Channel Ten it's been I think for a long time. Still does that. After after the early morning news, after the early morning news, and before nine a.m. with David and Phil and Margaret or whatever. <laughs> that that was the other thing I wanted to talk about. Have either of you seen any of nine a.m. with David and, and Kelly Joe? Whoever the, 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 <laughs> and <Thank you> Sue. <laughs> she's okay. No. Whatever her name is, she's okay. <laughs> she she looks very nervous, but she's okay. David Rain is terrible. Oh really? Oh yeah, he he's, is. He, he, he's always had that that. Such a personable aptitude Look, in his TV stuff. It's it's early. What it's, on Getaway? Yeah, it, mm, it's you know, only. He's, he's a he's a nice bloke. He's he's a bloke you'd like to hang out with. Oh, see, I don't get that from him. Nice bloke that you'd like to have as a mate. And the other thing is, I think doing Getaway segments, you need to have that very kind of bubbly, over the top personality to 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 kind of you know you're doing a one hander there. You kind of have to sell the whole thing. Mm. But I just think his interviewing skills and his kind of his wacky persona, I just I I don't think are terribly good. Uh, it's early days. It's only been on four days, so um, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. But I just think at this stage it's not looking good. She she whatever her name is, email us <laughs> at hooray at boxcutters.net. Uh, she looks very nervous like just looks uncomfortable they're dressing her in clothes that kind of a bit skimpier than she's used to wearing i think and uh also oh, not not 19th century bodices and, no because <laughs> that would make it quite uncomfortable yeah that would uh and she just kind of doesn't seem to know how to sit she sort of have her has her arm up on the couch and uh, yeah well she'll but, you know she'll she'll you know mold herself into that or, but know, she was she was far it. better than him he was just appalling the thing i don't understand about about the morning shows on seven and nine mm-hmm. is that they spend so much money on them just as far as four days of the week having a weatherman somewhere yeah. in the world yep. and then having to do a live feed. Mm-hmm. I mean, these things cost a lot of money. They mm-hmm. can't be getting it back in advertising. So what mm-hmm. are they doing? Who is Grant Denyer? Who? Do either of you know? Your so uncle? Ha-ha. See, oh, uh, yeah. He's, no idea. he's the weatherman of Sunrise. Right. But I was told during the week is that... Is he the tall one? Or is that uh, he's the one who kind of looks a bit like Leighton Hewitt. Anyway, mm-hmm. I was told during the week that everybody knows who he is and that's why he's on Dancing with the Stars. And I disagreed with that. Mm. Vehemently. I you was know. arguing about that and you both just... Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. No Excellent. idea. Kate Langbrook's on Dancing with the Stars. She is. So is Molly Meldrum. And Simone Warren. Doesn't Simone Warren deserve a career? <laughs> Oh yeah! Look, she's she's had many many hard years opening tins of baked beans for that man. Anyway, so that's the morning shows. I might have to try and uh, get up in time to see some of it. 
This is Marie Cardi, and you are listening to that fluffy white cloud of goodness box cutters. <laughs> Stick it in the fire and eat it. <laughs> Coming up later on in box cutters, we'll be not buying it. Oh, oh what a terrible sentence. <laughs> uh, Ross, you're going to talk about the Green Guide, and. I am. Uh, Coming up next, a little bit of Ray Watch. Hello and welcome to Today Tonight. Hello and I'm Naomi Robson. Swearing. Oh, Ray Watch. I, I know, that's the quicker thing. Short theme. and sweet and a little bit brutal. That is, that, is the, that is the quicker thing. Naomi Robson, wash your mouth out. Soap and water, soap and water. <laughs> soap and water. Soap, soap, soap. Our first Ray Watch for the year. Uh, yes, and we, we discussed this a little bit on air before we started, but are we going to have to change the name? Off Seems air. Off air. Uh, seeing I reckon it can be the honorary memorial Ray Watch Ray Watch 2006. People, people well, still know what you're talking about. He's yeah. still going to be doing current affairs. He's going to be doing stuff on 60 Minutes. He's going to be doing stuff on the news. I reckon we still call it Ray Watch. You don't want to call it Grim Watch? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but I'd buy one of those. You'd buy one? Yeah, I'd buy a Grim Watch. Yeah. Actually, I keep on getting spam for for fake Grim Watches. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy Grimshaw has, of course, taken over um, for a current affair uh, just again on Monday, uh, coinciding with their new uh, new logo, new flat, ugly logo. Uh, Are you drawing comparisons between the logo and... Not at all. Okay. Are you? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, and she started with a bang. Uh, the first story was on dodgy dry cleaners and how they might steal your money. And well, don't put it in your pockets. <laughs> Check your pockets before you go to the dry cleaners. You see, you could have saved them a good... <laughs> you could have saved them half the show. A good I, 10, 15 minutes. I imagine... Clearly, if, they haven't got anything else to go with. So Instead of half an hour... Even though Josh has, has just exposed them, they're still going to run with it. Instead of half an hour of... Of current affairs every night, couldn't they just have me screaming at stupid people? <laughs> That'd be good. Or no, I think I think <laughs> split screen. <laughs> picture in picture. Yeah, but I, I think Sam Newman's got got some sort of rights over that. No, he's not screaming at stupid <laughs> people. He's street. a stupid person screaming. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, they follow this dry cleaning story up with uh, a ten minute Bert loving slash Aww. slash ad for. Bert's family feud. So that was just fantastic. Uh, but I just want to I just want to know how many times this year they're gonna find excuses to play footage of the riots in Cronulla. I, I think both both uh, both the ACA and Today Tonight have already run it, you know, a half a dozen times each this year. And I I reckon coming up towards later in the year, uh, we're going to see it at least once every three weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm going with per network, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Well, if I could bring myself to watch either ACA or um, or today tonight, I'd like to get a counter on that. Well, I, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to bring that up with Media Watch. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll get in touch with Media Watch and see if they can just do a uh, do a tally. Yeah, that'd be great. Hey, while you're speaking to them, can you uh, can you see if Liz Jackson can come in and visit with us? No. Go on. No. That'd be awesome. She won't do it. She's such a spunk. She won't do it because of the AVO she has out on you, Brett. <laughs> She's never met me. She can't possibly have an AVO out on me. Can't she? <laughs> no. And, really? And that was right. Watch. <laughs> Box cutters. <laughs> <laughs> 
we've really lost it for this show. We have. Well, you we know, have. I have. I don't know about the two of you. I'm gone. I apologise to uh, listeners listening not in Victoria because this next segment's about our local television listing guide, the Green Guide. Which you, is you there can not a Green up. Guide in Sydney? No. What is it? No, Sydney Morning Herald actually has no uh, TV guide at all. T- well, they've got a TV guide, but it has no articles in it. Really? Oh, I, okay. I bought it once because I thought, well, you know, mm-hmm. it's going out around the world. We may, may at least have uh, the the TV guide from the the largest capital city in Australia, and because it's going out around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no, no articles in oh, the Sydney okay. Morning Herald's guide, oh, and. Unlike The Age, he steals everything from, uh, from Sydney Morning Herald. Sydney Morning Herald takes nothing from The Age, but they both take lots of things from The Guardian. So okay. uh, when The Guardian gets a really good television guide, then the Sydney Morning Herald will have one and then the Green Guide will go away. <laughs> okay. Uh, we've, we've confessed our mutual love for The Green Guide uh, quite a few times on this show. Uh, yep. and I think both would, for TV and for tech. Yes, yeah. and, and I think it would be fair to say that there probably wouldn't be a box cutters without The Green Guide. Well, no, we we uh, just uh, just over the years, it's it's been an influence on our. Well, on yeah, our we we wouldn't we wouldn't have uh, developed the hate that we have for regular viewers of shows <laughs> <laughs> that that we now have thanks to the letter section in yeah, the Green that's, Guide. That's for instance. true. Uh, but I have to say that the Green Guide has, as good as it is, it has really been cheesing me off quite a bit for the last couple of years with their preview sections. Every day they do read spoiler sections. Yeah, well, that's so, exactly. So, so that's we're exactly. just talking about Ross Warnicke. No, no, no. The the preview sections that they do, oh, like you know, in the listings part. Yeah, in the actual listings on the right hand side page, they'll have all the TV listings, and on the left hand side, they'll have uh, a whole lot of articles about different shows that are on during the day. For example, here uh, for Prison Break, it's, it says, "Don't worry about the woman that's cutting the veggies. You'll find out later on that she's the." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll just leave it there. But it says it. It says it in green and black here. Well, you know, and they're, they're showing they're showing episode three of Prison Break this week, which, as all listeners to Box Cutters will know, is the episode where they break out of prison and after which they just kind of walk around the streets. <laughs> they get shot. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones gets on the case. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the preview section. I mean, I understand that that's a, that's a lot of column width to have to fill. You know, every week to to get that many to get that many columns, but they are constantly running spoilers, and you know, not not admitting that they're running spoilers. I, I think it just happens accidentally. Uh, SBS has been screening recently uh, the Staircase, which is apparently a riveting eight part documentary about a murder trial. Well, I think it just finished because they had the it Staircase did. This, the this aftermath. Is, or? Well, yeah, and they they showed the Staircase uh, aftermath. They actually showed that. Uh, the same night as the last two episodes, following the last two episodes. Yes. And that was what they actually reviewed in last week's Green Guide. And this is what this is what they wrote. Uh, SBS finishes screening with the final two of the eight instalments and then airs this British-made documentary about the documentary. All the key players in the Staircase series are here, from the convicted Peterson... Oh, <laughs> so if you oh. would sat through the first six episodes and then you happen to read this, which isn't even a review, it's a review of an after documentary. I, I personally, I just think this is this is just shit house, and they just do this time and time again with the Green Guard. I remember multiple, um, multiple with the Amazing Race, multiple times they've given away 
who who's been evicted? Yes, uh, not evicted, eliminated. Eliminated. I remember um, they actually ran a photo of I think six of the contestants, and four of them had eliminated written across their name. Yeah, because they'd, they'd gotten it straight off the uh, straight off the website. Yeah, yeah. And another time they uh, <laughs> another time they picked up an article from some uh, some American newspaper, and it was written seven or eight episodes into the series, and gave away that. That was last year's with Robin Amber, and gave away that Robin Amber was still in the series. Well, and they're they're doing weird things as as well. Is Scrubs still showing on Channel Seven? Uh, yeah, I at think the so. moment. Yeah, because uh, they've just published, like in this week's Green Guide, they published an the article Boston Globe from article. the Boston Globe yeah. that is really more of an introduction to Scrubs. There's yep. no reason for this article to be there no. except for space filler. And they've also... They, it's from the Boston Globe, but they've added in a line to make it sound like it was written in Australia. Uh, a, a line right right at the beginning. I don't know if they've added mm. that in or if it was originally there. They must have added it in. They must have added it in. I can't say that the Boston Globe would care really that gives a Australia, Australian audience should like Scrubs a bit more. Yeah. It's 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 strange what they're doing with the Green Guide. It is. The other thing I want to complain about was uh, in this week's uh, Green Guide, they've got a list of shows uh, coming up. It's, you know, what you should and shouldn't watch for 2006. And this, do they actually say watch Commander-in-Chief? Yeah, they yes, do. Yes, they do. They do. Really? But this has been lifted. This, came, this was in the Sydney Morning Herald a well. month ago. Now, ostensibly, there's nothing wrong with them reprinting old month old stories but if you have a look at that um they have to really kind of get their facts right page eight for those reading along page eight or uh, or page nine the mm-hmm. second last one i believe they uh they talk about wheel of fortune yes and what do they say is the x factor for wheel of fortune who's hosting <laughs> regular listeners to box cutters will know that <laughs> not only has the host of wheel of fortune been announced two weeks ago it's actually been on air for a week <laughs> <laughs> so perhaps they should uh, check their articles a little uh, a little closer before it goes to print. It's it's just lazy. I think that's, that's so, just so. That means that now Will of Fortune has no X factor whatsoever. <laughs> no, it just has factor. It's just tedium again. <laughs> it just has factor. And you know what? I don't buy it. Are you one of those that follows follows the Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July. Go down on you. Just very quickly, in I don't buy it. Again, I've only seen this ad in Melbourne. It's for the Melbourne Channel Nine News. So I don't know if other other cities are showing equivalent uh, equivalent versions of, of this. I know that when in Melbourne we had the Brian Told Me ads. In Sydney they also had Brian Told Me. Because we both had Brian. We both had Ryan's. Brian Henderson and Brian Naylor. Ah. Uh, so, but I don't know if, uh, if this particular ad is, uh, is screening anywhere else. Peter Hitchner starts talking straight to camera, telling us how great Channel 9 News is. Is he dressed and, casual? No, he's, uh, he's dressed in his, in his news reading so with the time, he kind of looks like he's just stepped off the actual news set. Like yeah. he's still kind of in the building. He's still got You've the got papers the... in his hands. No, not that much. Well, it's, but it's a much yet, closer yet shot. Them back to the props master. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is close, but you, you kind of you see the lights and uh, everything behind him. Kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's like a behind the scenes type shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so he starts talking about how great Channel Nine News is, and then it cuts to uh, the sports reporter. 
who is mouthing the words that Peter Hitchner is saying. Peter Hitchner's voice is coming out, but the sports reporter is moving his mouth. And then it cuts to our good friend James Talia, who is doing the same. He's moving his mouth, but it's Peter Hitchner's voice. And then it's one of the women reporters. Yeah. And she's moving her mouth, and Peter Hitchner's voice is coming out. And now I think they're all possessed by Peter Hitchner. It's, Lavinia. Lavinia's, uh, the, Lavinia's it, the spookiest it one. It ends with end. Lavinia Nixon, who... We all know what she sounds like. We've heard her talk many times. She doesn't sound like Peter Hitchner. She's moving her mouth. It's Peter Hitchner's voice. It's freaky. And it really, it, I just wanted to punch the television. I thought it was horrendous. It's, you know, along the theme of what we've been talking about on this show, Channel 9 have lost the plot. It doesn't make me want to watch the news because it'll all be in Peter Hitchner's voice. <laughs> and I just don't want that from my news service. Thank you very much. I don't buy it. Man, there's some really bad radio shows on. But you know they're really, really bad when they have to be a podcast that like absolutely no, not even the shittiest community radio station in the world can play them and they have to do a podcast. Hello. Uh, hi, I'm John Safran, and you're listening to Box Cutters. It's a podcast where all the winners are. <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, James Talia, you've just reminded me of uh, something that I heard over the week uh, with the murder, fairly gruesome murder, of the two sisters over in Altona. Mm-hmm. Um, Ter- terrible and, business. And terrible uh, business. the suspect uh, apparently gunned down over in Western Australia yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently on Monday, the, uh, and I'd like to speak to James about this, the Channel 9 cameras were in the offices of Channel 10 trying to get some very emotional shots of the Channel 10 staff because one of the sisters was a graphic designer yeah. um, there at Channel 10 and, uh, yeah, been a little bit less than sensitive about the whole thing. Oh, okay. Oh. You, know how they, uh, you know how they started their National 9 News that night? Big picture, big interview with Bert, talking because she'd worked she worked on the show. she worked on the issue, yeah. in production. She she worked on the show, but it was as though you know they showed him uh, for a good couple of minutes, and you know they took a while to explain. Oh yeah, well she worked on the show. You know, have Bert they, pays tribute to. Have they no some, shame? Well, I have to. They have to use Bert all they can, I guess. Well, that brings us to the end of Box Cutters episode 20. If you want to email us, do so. Hooray at boxcutters.net. Check us out on the web at boxcutters.net. And if you've listened and enjoyed this, tell your friends. Yeah, please tell your friends. Mm. Bring them along. It's a mm-hmm. huge party. Uh, I was going to say... come down for a chat at the website. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. you know, I, I want to say uh, thanks to all the people who have been part of the, uh, the huge debate about the Channel 9 logo and, uh, and mm-hmm. what's been happening in television generally. Because if you were on the website, you would have got to have uh, seen the Channel 9 logo a couple of days before it went to air. Yeah, mm. An- a- mm. another box cutters first. Mm. So, thanks very much for listening. My name is Josh Canal. Ross McQueen. I continue to be Brett Cropley. We'll catch you again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And hey, let's be careful out there. Mm.